This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Born to Rise, an incredible foundation that offers a platform for regular people to share their heartfelt stories of how they overcame hardship and trauma. Born to Rise hosts annual events with guests, guest speakers from around the world that come to talk here in Montreal. They are planning to expand across Canada. For more information, visit borntorise.net and stay connected with such a powerful cause. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we should throw in some beatboxing on every ad. <laughs> Are you tired of wearing the same old boring clothes? Don't you want clothes that represent something that you're passionate about? Or just something that makes you and your friends laugh? Mm -hmm. Question mark. You do. It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> then you could go and check out www.stylishremix.shop. Oh, yeah. They have super awesome t-shirts, hoodies, socks with funny puns, movie references, and cute avocados to brighten up your wardrobe and make your style unique and remixed. Boom. Use the code name CHIMPS10 and save 10% on any and all purchases. Thanks, guys. They got really cool shirts. They got like um, one that I laugh at. It's like two lightsabers hitting each other and it says lit underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so yeah, codename Chimps10 and you get your 10% off, so check it out. Welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast. I'm your co-host Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome. We here at Curious Chimps are law-abiding citizens. We do not endorse anything illegal. And anything we discuss is for entertainment and not information purposes. We are not experts and nor do we claim to be. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, read the label, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious. Just... We have fucking listeners from Australia. We're international. From Thailand. Nice. We have a huge following in the States, actually. It's like almost tied with Canada, which is hilarious. That's amazing. Who's listening from the States? What's up? <laughs> yeah, give us a shout out on Facebook or something. Or some better media that people actually use now. Yeah. And on that note, I guess, uh, yo, what's up? What's up, man? We got a new guest Whoa. on today. Yeah. Uh, I'm Johnny. Boy. I'm basically uh, Sammy's friend for a long time. So we've known each other like 10 years. You think? You realize that? No. Eight years, nine years? Eight, eight nine years, yeah. Wow. That's insane. I love when that happens when it's like, fuck, it's been that long, <laughs> you know? No, not even noticed, no. It's like one or two years in, I was like, okay, this guy's my bro. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and then it's like, same thing with you and Ramsey. I'm just like, That's in. oh, has it already been blank years? Yeah. It's like, whatever. Yeah, whoa, whoa, it's like whoa. I think we, we became Facebook friends through Sammy, and like I follow your your memes and shit in yeah. your videos. You kill me, man. Oh, you're you're like my one my one true shit poster. Like you're my one <laughs> yeah, true I shit. Post poster. a lot of <laughs> things just that made me laugh, and it's, just it makes me laugh. So I, I guess that makes people laugh. People kills laugh. Me, it's like a job, though. It's yeah. like whatever your mood is, you're pumping stuff out. You're like yeah, <laughs> fortune's an addiction at the same time, and you're on your phone all the time. But uh, like him with his case just now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what <laughs> he the said. The phone's I, recording, and he's fucking touching it. Dude, I do that. I just spin my phone like a fidget spinner. I don't stop. It's bad. That's still an addiction. I was at work. The guy <laughs> gives me a fidget spinner. He's like, "Stop being on your phone in meetings." Wow. Use mm. this, you <laughs> fucking ADD kid. And I was yeah. like, "All right." I start fucking. Did it work? <laughs> 
I just need to do something with my hands. Like mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm, if not, I feel like I'm just like sitting there, like trying to sit still, yeah. and then I'm not listening. Do you so, think? Yeah. That, do you think Maybe that was do- a learned programming from our phones, or is that something you've always had? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If I go far back, I think I've always been a little like my mom said. I was touching my fingertips in the crib. Oh like yeah, I was just playing with my hands. You're just ready for the keys. <laughs> Maybe you need to like be active for your brain to work, like to, yeah, to have an attention. Yeah. To, to 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 be able to uh, how do you say like to to understand what's going on to analyze. You have to like put something else yeah, on pause, kind yeah. of like keep it keep the monkey busy. Yeah. Maybe um, like a hands on learner. You know, and maybe that's I why really you need to touch and feel and look at something. Hands from on all learner. Ayo. Sex no. joke. <laughs> <laughs> Pun. Put that on the t-shirt, Tyler. <laughs> remix. Ooh. Yo, man. I don't know. I, I, I feel... I used to think it's like I have a bad memory or this or that. Now when I'm in class or something, I don't take notes because I know I'm not paying attention. It's like watching an anime on, on subs instead of dubs. Mm-hmm. And I'm not... like Maybe I'm just a slow reader as well, but I'm like not getting the most out of my experience because I'm like reading and then looking up and it's like anime is known for being beautiful so I'm not looking at the fucking mm. show and then it becomes like a frustration it's kind of like people who have math anxiety like I never do mental math so when someone's like oh it's like 47 times 6 and I just freeze for a second because I'm like oh I'm bad at this <laughs> and it's that learned it's that limiting belief and then some other guy who's just like whatevs he just pops it out so I never get better at it because I never get the practice it's like a fucking run on effect hmm. Dude, ask me mental math in Vipassana. I was on point. <laughs> yeah, you were just doing mental math. I was this breaking down every number. <laughs> yeah, I went to Vipassana. And I, the, the, the podcast should be released by the time this one's released, uh, like my experience there. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, well, yeah, through him nice. and through the podcast that you guys uh, shared. I've been listening to a lot of, uh, well, till the eighth episode, I think. Half. Nice. And uh, yeah, I heard uh, great things about it. I I actually asked him if it'd be possible to to go eventually, mm-hmm. maybe in the future, just to deal with these little you know these little demons that we have in our heads. I think it's good for that. It's good. That it's like it's it's like shrooms. It's one yeah. of, it's one of the same things. It's it's it's, it's whew, yeah. It's a sim- very similar mindset and what it does. That introspection is just. It's funny how we can take a mushroom, for example, to alter your state to, to get these perspectives. Mm-hmm. Or you can do a 10-day silent retreat where you eliminate all stimulus. It's like you're both going to the same uh, location, just two different avenues. Yeah, I, I definitely believe in introspection. It's it's a yeah. important part of like growing up and being a better human being and being smarter emotionally yeah. and understanding like other, other people, what they're going through. And it, it puts you in a position where you actually can step back and and say well okay i understand this person is 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 acting this way because they're they're in this position in their life yeah empathy yeah yeah empathy i would like make like you're honest with yourself in the introspection so then you look at somebody else and you go oh like i would mm. do this if i was them which Definitely. is kind of true for everything yeah it's like if you go to the extreme like i would have hitlered if i was hitler i would have yeah. genghis khan and that takes like, a lot to realize that you know and that's like part of the work is like no I can see that how that person came to that path, you yeah. know, and it's like I could have went to that path had I went down that road. Coco yeah. says, like, I mean, he was quoting like David Goggins. I think I've even said it on the podcast before, but he talks about the accountability mirror. And mm-hmm. it's like this weird, it's like a instead of bypassing guilt or letting it shut you down, which happens with me a lot, it's like, no, 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 like eat, eat some of the guilt. Like don't, don't stuff your face and don't just drown in it kind of yeah. thing because then you will shut down and avoid yeah. it in the future. But just go, oh, I did this. This is my fault. 
it could be a positive thing too. Like you're one of the most introspective people I know. I'm gonna be honest because I feel like my my catchphrase from like grade one to sec five was like, "Hey, you know what I realized?" Like people used to make fun of me because I would just come in and say that and start a conversation. Hey, you know what I just realized? And then I would say some crazy, random, maybe deep, maybe stupid, maybe funny, and I just kind of lost it. And just I'm trying to find my place like in real physical life now, and like the brain kind of yeah. like mm. shut down a little. And every time I talk to you, you just come in with these fucking things, man. And I'm like, oh, I, I can just picture you like sitting and thinking. Like you just take time and you're like, oh. I've done that a lot through, uh, as you know, like I, I went to do a taxi driver in Nunavut. Like okay. in Iqaluit, one of the big, the capital of Nunavut, basically. It's Iqaluit. And went there, did taxi drivers and dealt with a lot of people, a lot of Inuits. And, and there's there's a very there's a lot of issues that goes on in those cities and it just gives you so much introspective like right. on yourself like how to deal with that i've grown so much from that from from learning uh just patience wow. just being patient with a difficult person a person who is who is angry who has hurt and to understand and putting yourself in that position and understanding and and even if they're being angry with you and being mean and being whatnot, just taking that position where you're being kind to them. Because nice. they never they never felt that. They yeah. never. And those communities, they never seen someone who loved them, who told them, I love you. Like, yeah. They say I love you as because. Intellectual. I, I reflex. Find, like. No, yeah, it's a reflex. Akaluk. They say Akaluk. And actually, there's a joke that you said to me in a, they say akaluk akaluk means i love you and okay. they say that a lot and i see it a lot but few people in my cab have sat down and told me about real love which is like no we have to like love each other and unite each other and that's and i sat down and each time i had that lady or a lady who or someone who would think like that i would give them a free ride wow mm. just to empower that okay. just to keep going you're like you're you're yeah. pushing and Seriously, it was a beautiful experience as much as it was a frustrating one, but introspectively it was it was beautiful. Wow. You, you grow you grow a lot from that. Sounds like your own little trip, your own little That's vipassana or something. You know? It is, yeah. And then you were saying something about silent retreat and I, I was thinking about that. It is kind of a silent retreat in my mind where I'm I'm all alone in that in that world and, and you, you you come out of there different. Nice. In yeah. a in a positive way. Yeah, man, perspective is huge, you know, and the more you encounter people with, with like fucked up backgrounds or different stories and seeing how they how they navigate through this life based off of that, it's like the more you soak that in, it's just it gives you little little fruits of information that add to yourself. Mm. It can or it can go the opposite. You could have been that cab driver being like, yeah, fuck you, get out of my car. And but you came with like a, an approach of kindness or maybe at some points it, it didn't happen. But like, no. Of course, reality. I think the important part and all that is that you forgive yourself. Yes. Because yeah. if you don't, then you just go down that rabbit hole of negativity and then you blah, 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 this just starts building up a ne like a negative world around you. And that's, that's all you'll see. Unfortunately, that's the last trip that I went through. That's what happened. I went through that. And even if I was trying to be good, all the, I, it seemed like all the universe was negative towards me. But I'm now I'm noticing that it was me who was thinking like that and just it just kept. It's a vicious circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're tapped into it also. You start getting in that mode. So you start vibrating with that, that level. Yeah. You know, and then it's harder to transmute it. 
you know like you're you're in a better mood or you're you're just you know equanimous or expecting it and chilling and some guy comes in positive or negative you know what to do you it's come a triage you're just like okay this guy comes in i give you love this guy comes in he's giving me love cool i give you a free ride i encourage that you know mm, like yeah. you just you have a little game plan but now consciously or not your game plan is like ah fuck you know like you just have a whatever it is you know but even then i would have to be nice i i I would try to combat that negativity by being nice and trying to help my karma or something like that you know it's the way out yeah that's what sucks because you're not in the mood but then i notice it a lot with like my parents or something like if i give them lip and i'm just being a fucking kid you know and being like and like like my tone and my like what do you want I don't feel good for like the rest of the day. It's yeah. it's on me. I did that because that was whatever a reaction. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, was yeah, like reaction, like not like thoughtless, and maybe I wasn't even in a bad mood, but I just kind of expect. I just go, oh, this is gonna suck, you know. Like you just boom, I put the story before the story happens, and it's it just comes with the experience. I I can't say that I'm any more mature or less mature than I've been. I just I just notice the pattern now and with luck or with being in a good mood whatever the fuck caused it that one day where i didn't act like a fucking shithead i i just go i'm like in the car i'm going to do what i'm going to work or something and i just go fuck man like i i'm glad i didn't i act like a shithead i just feel lighter i'm just not carrying that you didn't have that weight yeah Yeah. and if you learn that then you're like oh fuck bro i was like i could transmute it anytime i want yeah that was like a story that in vipassana because so how i'm not going to spoil anything for you but how it works in like the most like from the widest perspective so I'm not going to go into the details but like you do the meditation and then at night there's like a course that we watch and it's like this guy is explaining the technique and he gives us stories and just like applications to the technique so one of the stories that it's actually perfect for this scenario was like he's talking about Buddha when he created the center of Vipassana and like people were going to him and he was making it clear that it's not a religion so you can practice whatever you practice this is just Vipassana it's just for yourself so this, I think it was like this, this high priest's daughter came and then she loved it and then she brought all her family and then like this high priest got super fucking pissed and he's like, I'm going to go to Buddha, I'm going to scream at him, I'm going I'm to rip his head off or he's converting everyone. So he goes to Buddha and just screaming, you motherfucker, like every bad word you can think of. And it was in India, so the, the, the insults are more like, you dog, you donkey, yeah. you know? So he's telling Buddha all these things and Buddha just said like, sir, when you have guests at your house, what do you, do you offer them gifts? He's like, of course I offer them gifts. They come to my house, I give them gifts. He said, okay, your gift, I do not want. I do not accept this gift. All that shit you were saying to me, you keep it. It's your gift. And it's like, it's that, you know, it's like whatever's happening externally towards you, you have the opportunity to take that gift in to fucking let it absorb you and scream it back. Or you just Mm -hmm. say, yeah, this is yours, man. You keep this. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's a hard one. It's, it's very hard. It's very hard when they start to get physical. That's mm. the thing. I would have. Oh yeah. I would have a situation where I was in a car, and when they become negative, I just shut down. I don't give out no energy. My energy stays zen. Mm. I I ignore them. I just go. Even if they start talking to me, whatnot, I just ignore them and I keep going. At some point, I get some guy who comes in with a metal bar in my car, and he's like, he's on something. I don't know what it is. And dude, have you ever gone to penitentiary, bro? Mm. Have you ever gone there? And I was like ignoring him not paying attention i don't want to give you any energy because you're going to use that energy and negatively you're not going to understand it hmm. dude have you ever gone to the penitentiary bro he keeps repeating 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 like three four times and i'm like just i want to bring him to his location as soon as possible yes, yeah. and at some point he says, have you ever killed someone huh man he's trying to 
there's a lot of bark hmm. and no no action I've seen from from their reaction, right? And at some point he grabs me by the shoulder and I just snapped once he touched me. I just turned around and said, Don't you fucking touch me, bro. Because I had hmm. that energy was just I was building it up and I had to hmm. let it out to let him understand that I'm I'm not I'm not playing with you. I'm not I'm not down with your 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 games that your mental games you're playing and hmm. At that moment, I just took a step back. And what did you do? Why did you do that after I let him go? Yeah. At that moment, he left me alone. He said, okay, man. Sorry, man. And then he started apologizing. You know, As much as they're, they're that way, when they're not on, on, on drugs, and I've said this to the Inuits in my vehicle. Like I've said, I love Inuits. They're humble. They're smiling people. They're loving people. They want you in their, to know about their culture and whatnot. But the problem is the alcohol the alcohol over there just ruins Fucked them, them yeah. yeah ruins them and it's it's not a they're they're not there's no sort uh there's no uh, sources to help them out uh, there's no um there's no uh, how do you say that there's no resources to help them out mm-hmm. they're 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 in their they're in the world where where not a lot of people are giving a fuck about them and when i would step in in my car and empowered him i would say like no you units are like wolves you're all leaders the only thing is that you're not united mm-hmm. and that's what make that's what's making your downfall right now is it's making you guys not rise up above your problems mm-hmm. is that a sense of community that they're missing the community's there it's yeah. just they they don't care about one each other they will fight between each other and not not care about their brothers and i would stop i would see fights going on in the street and i would stop my car and say stop i have have it recorded i stop fighting you guys are brothers you're inuits love each other and i would scream that out of my car then it would stay take a a step back and it would be like hey that's true and then it would just grab each other and just go walk and keep walking (laughs) wow yeah dude you talked about that so much when you came back like the when I did my ceremony and then you came back and we went to go see Rala Madan. Oh, remember you were just walking in the street and like love bombing random yes. people. Like you had like five fucking events, you know, like, yes. And it, I was just watching you like, like I know this intellectually, but it just seemed like you had applied it a lot recently. So you had this momentum and it was fun to watch. Absolutely. And when I come back here, I lose it. And I find, I think it's because of society here that surrounds me. They're mm. not, they're not in that mode where you help out people or you know yeah, i can relate man after ceremony come back to this this part of the town yeah. and it's just like okay everyone has these walls yeah you know, and we're all together but like there's literally we're carrying walls in front of each other yeah. Yeah. it's so hard to pierce in the city i yeah. don't know why i guess it's the 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 momentum right mm. everyone's on the go 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 and when you go somewhere where it's like more remote it's all of a sudden yes there's their problems but there, there's a more of an openness that you can pierce into a little bit easier yeah i think you know? you're you're alone too since you're alone you're like what do you want to do i'm i'm saying that because uh, i'm that person i'm alone i'm like i wanted to help people i wanted to see them i, I wanted to i'm i'm a sammy knows me as someone who pushes people up nice. i will push you up to dude you are this realize that you are this you are strong you're capable of whatever like you are this person and I would go there and I would try to do the same thing with them. I made oh. amazing friends, man. These guys, uh, you would have rentals in Nunavut, meaning these guys, they don't have taxi, uh, 
limousines. So they would rent you out for 70 bucks an hour. They would rent you out. They would go around and they can do whatever they want in the car. Hmm. Smoke weed, uh, drink alcohol, whatever you want. You're, you, you decide, basically. The, and I would walk, I would drive around with, with uh, my friend, which I, I can say he's my friend now, Jason, man. He's, and we're five days apart of birthdays. My, he's one of my, uh, has the same name as Jason, my, my other friend. And I'm like, dude, connected right <laughs> off the bat. And we start talking and I start empowering him. Dude, real. Uh, he says, "I want to get out of Ikaluit. There's no, there's no. Uh, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing uh, good here. There's always problems. There's always drama. And it's a small community, so it's understandable why there's 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 a lot of issues. And everybody knows your business, yeah. so mm-hmm. you, it's going to be a lot of issues. And basically, I'm empowering him. Like, dude, like you're you're able to go wherever you want in the world. I believe strongly that Inuit culture should be shared around the world. Nobody knows about Inuits." People are like an Eskimo. They still believe, and I'm sorry I say that if I offend people yeah. by saying Eskimo because that offends them if you call them Eskimos. But they, they believe they're Eskimos. There's people who live in igloos and eat raw raw meat. That's what they believe, but there's so much more. See, I never knew that was real until I like started reading on the internet. <laughs> like People legit believe that there's like northern part of Canada is just bunch of ex- a bunch of igloos and Eskimos yeah. living there. Yeah. I guess uh, like maybe some... It's kind of like a running joke, but there must be some people in the states or like some other parts of the world that think that we're like that. Yeah, yeah. like it's e- you go even more north, and yeah, there's cars, buildings. Like it's it's smaller community. It has its different problems. It's a it's more of a of a specific of a selected you know gene pool or whatever you want to say politically correct you know. But like yeah. it, it's still like like humans just expand and build wherever we go. You know, I'm sure there's some fucker somewhere in an igloo doing it old school, but like. It's not what you're. It's not what you're experiencing. Maybe we're a little closer to it, or maybe it's like when we go hunting, like we don't live that way, but we can. I don't know. Personally, I have no idea. Every time you, every time you talk about, like, you give me a little new a little piece of the more, area. Yeah. yeah. So do you go often, or is this like a one experience in your life? No, I went three times in total. First time I went to uh, work for a restaurant. Second okay. time I went into cab business, and th- the last time I went cab business again. And to be honest, I went there for a certain reason for myself to get out of my my rut that I had here, my my mental like state that I was in, mm. and I wanted to just se dépayser, like we say in French, get out of your environment and just Displace a new yourself. environment yeah. where you lose yourself and you're just you mm. can be yourself, right? That's huge, you know, when you when you get out of the the boiling pot. You know, get out of your comfort you, zone. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. And that was I. I was so scared when I went there the first time. I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna die there, and it's just fear, fear, fear. Mm. Only because it was unknown. Yeah. Second time I went, fear, fear, fear again. I thought I was gonna die because of the taxi. I heard so many stories about the taxi being dangerous and this that. And it's fear, fear, fear. And what I learned was. If you're scared, do it. You will take a giant leap in your brain so big that you will go through shit and you will realize, dude, it's a joke. I was scared for this. Imagine what I can do next. Yeah. And that's taxi business. I was scared from, uh, I was I was in the daytime and I was supposed to go night. And I heard so many stories about nighttime that were afraid, like mm-hmm. were scaring me. 
that I said, I can't do night. I can't do night. And I, for like first two weeks, I said, I can't do night. And you know what? I took a step back. Why are you afraid? <clears throat> do it. Nice. I said, do it. And I, I did it nighttime and I grew so much from it. Wow. Yeah. That's an odd one, fear. And like, it's, it's also an amalgamation of everyone's opinion and, and worry that's put into you. It's like you hear all these things. Oh shit, we're supposed to be afraid. But mm. like, what am I afraid of? And then you explore that question yeah. and then realize, oh, it's not what I, everyone's been reporting back. Like it's obviously there's moments that are probably uncomfortable, but it's usually most of the time for fear. It's never what the the public or what the the norm the norm is. Yeah, yeah there's there's extenuating circumstances and and f- like kind of fringe experiences. Like the there's there's these acute moments where something horrible happens, and then that's what you worry about because that's the the horrible thing that you want to avoid. I don't you know it it makes me laugh also. I I noticed this with a lot of people. I I noticed it when I traveled also. There's something worse about dying not at home. I don't know why you're just like, oh, I'm going to die here. I don't know why you're like, oh, I'm going to die and I'm not even home. Like as if it's better to die at home or something. It all comes out to comfort, man. Yeah. Well, the comfort zone thing is big, but like you were saying, um, why, like, why am I afraid? And, and then you said like, you're exploring that question. I don't know if you do though. I feel like you ask it rhetorically, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you like, you don't give into it. Like, I feel like I give into it. I look for the, the reasons I'm actually asking myself that question and it doesn't necessarily help me. But the way you said it just now was like, why am I afraid? As if to say, I don't have a good reason to be afraid. It's just, it's literally just stories. Like you re you recontextualize it. And then you're like, let's do this anyway from experience or whatever, whatever the wisdom is that makes you go forward. You know, like I think, I think more once something makes me take a step back i want to f- i want to push forward more like that not i won't ask myself what i take the time and meditate and and take the time to ask myself what <clears throat> sorry what makes me afraid but instinctively if it makes me afraid i want to i want to push forward and i've been like that all my life okay like i know you're a martial arts guy and i mm. I, I was afraid of like a lot of people and i would get in street fights when i was a kid <laughs> with everybody yeah. i don't care who it was i would pick yeah. a fight that would go and 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 that's just my fear response and it's a, it's an adrenaline response and i'm an adrenaline junkie myself yeah. so i i that's why i respond i think with fear that way that makes sense that was my childhood too it was just always getting into fights and, and like beef and uh, like scraps and all this kind of stuff and just altercations and i i never knew what it was till i found martial arts and i'm like oh shit it's just like you have this this like thing to prove this mm, like yeah. you know and it's all it's like a, when you back a scared animal into a corner it's going to attack yeah and that's like how I was operating my whole life up until martial arts so it's just like this pent up ball of energy and just like you look at me bro and then just get into like this altercation <laughs> yeah. which was completely useless and now it's like that's so tamed and I guess it's because of overcoming so many different fears and realizations that oh shit okay let's 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 dial this back a little bit you know? it sounds like it started off as like a I mean, not not to disparage it, but like, it, yeah, there's nothing bad about it. But it's, it sounds like it started off as this kind of like machismo, like a little ego Absolutely. trip. And you're just like, it's like, like your own brain is like, oh, you're afraid right now. And you're like, fuck you brain. <laughs> I ain't afraid yeah. of nothing. And then yeah. you just start fist fighting random people, you yeah. know. But then it turns into like, oh, I was afraid of this. Like you just start seeing insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. Your insecurities and, pop up and you realize a lot of things about yourself. And 
Well, I guess you at just a later age. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff comes <laughs> never, crashing Never in the moment. Never in the moment. <laughs> no. I love the expression, youth is wasted on the youthful. Yeah, I love that mm. word. I feel like I'm in between. I'm getting older, but I'm still quite young. And I, I, that, that phrase dances around in my head a lot. And I feel like now I'm looking at, I'm kind of gathering wisdom more consciously and experiences more consciously. Mm. Because I get, we talked about it a lot, but it's like, there's a lot of conscious effort you can do, but in the end, you just kind of realize that like you're a fish in a pond and you can kind of choose which pond you're in. So like you're like a really cool fish. And it's like, if you're in a small pond, you're going to stay small. You can go into a different pond. You might have some new fucking things trying to eat you, but you're going to get bigger and you're going to, you're going to literally grow the way the analogy goes. Comfort mm. zones. Again, it comes back yeah. to that. It comes back to, uh, I'm a, I'm a musician myself. I nice. play guitar and I, I notice if you're going to play something and be comfortable, you're never going to grow. You have to suck at it for like a week at it and practice yeah. it. And then it comes easily. And then, wow, I got this in my pocket. I got this tool in my pocket. So mm. I'm going to be able to grow with that and, and be a better music. It's a learning process. You'll Every good guitarist in the world will always tell you they will never be at the top point of their, at the peak of their skill because mm. there is no peak. You exactly. just keep learning. It's the same thing. It's re it's reliable to relatable to life. Life is same thing. It's a learning process. Entrepreneurship, which I was reading in another book, which it's always a learning process. It's everything is a learning process, and as long as you're willing to always be learning, then you you'll be good. That's mm. that's how I have to see it. It's like it's the last master podcast. training. It's yeah. like the last podcast I was talking about. Like, um, there's no aha moment. I made it. Like, here I am, feet up. I finally got it. That doesn't exist. No. It's an illusion. It's mm. like when you're at that aha moment. No, there's a whole bunch of other shit to fine tune and uh, screws to tighten. It's a little trap, a little bit, right? Yeah, I fall for that often. Mm. I like, I like comfort. It's like I, I still, I still bite down on that. I'm still <laughs> chewing it. Like, yeah. oh, it's a bad thing. Comfort zone. Like I'm literally in a, I'm surrounding myself in a thing where I will not learn. It's insidious. It's an unlearning zone. Like comfort yeah. is, yeah, it is insidious because comfort's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Very comfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's, I think that's why it's important to just constantly check that, you know, and when you're feeling those moments like, oh, it's all good. Like you need to look for something that just push you back a little bit and just work through that and keep going. The thing is, do you have human emotions as well? Sometimes you don't feel like it. Sometimes you come down with the, I don't feel like it. And that just makes you. That's uh, where I think ritual is a huge thing where it's like, there's something that you do mm -hmm. constant, whether it's like you, like a yoga practice or some type of training, something that it, like it's a constant in the formula. So even if you're in those states, you still have to do this. You have to, do this. it's part of the routine, yeah. you know? And yeah. it's like, you'll have those shitty down swings, but you're still being consistent with the, the ego check, ego check. And then when you come back up, you just keep going the rave, the, you keep riding the wave. Rich. Yeah. I've been missing that. That's really something I should be doing, but I'm, I'm getting yeah. back. I'm getting back to like when, once I came back from, uh, from Iqaluit, I just like laid low and just like mm. reflect, reflect, reflect. And it just put me in a, de not a depressive mode, but a, like not feeling like top self mm. and I, I think like that ritual you're saying is something you need be active start getting active and start pushing towards like a ritual something that keep you going even yeah. music I, I haven't been going to my jams I haven't been mm. going like to any of it I haven't been playing music at all and that's not me so when something happens to me I know my reset button is music okay that's mine mm. I smoke some weed and I play play guitar for five six hours and I'm good 
you know that's my that's my reset button and i haven't even been doing that so mm. i mean ritual is really important it's it's not for nothing that you're saying it today yeah for me anyways nice. <laughs> man, the universe aligned you, you no came here man the universe is always talking man it's, it's, it's weird how it's always talking it doesn't shut up we're having conversations sometimes and rah, 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 yeah. oh yeah you're right and some car passes by and beep beep and just honks <laughs> and just the uh, universe is talking man it's just responding it's confirming signs on signs man. signs on signs man. it's always talking it just requires us to put our ear to it you yeah know? you know and it's then you pick up on the message that was there probably yelling you the whole time and you're just like oh now i'm listening yeah. you know yeah. i reread that is he talking <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad thing to say for podcasters but in the metaphor that we're we're creating all the time and we're not absorbing yeah and it's like I don't know, there's some fucking Dalai Lama quote or some shit where he <laughs> says, like, if you're talking, you're not learning because you're just repeating what you know. Mm. And I was like, fuck. Whoa, talking's true. my whole life. <laughs> so you're saying our audience is learning. We're not Hopefully. learning shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get a lot out of this. I yeah, got to be honest. Hell yeah. Man. It's, a, it's, a, it's a journey and a half. Hopefully. I reread uh, The Alchemist. I read it when I was a, a, a solid book, man. teenage. And uh, I reread it... Uh, before leaving over there i read it straight up in four hours nice. not not a not a pause and i was just hooked the language of the world you got to listen to you have to take mm. the time to listen to what what is the message what is what are you here for what are what is your purpose basically and yeah man. it was a powerful book mm. I, I, I should reread re that book once a year cause at that, least that book is just uh, it puts you back up where yeah. you you're, and your train of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that book is just a forever burning ember. You know, it's just you can just add it into your arsenal anytime. The first time I read it, I was like, "What's the what's the hubbub?" It kind of like story wise, there was something kind of like predictable and and cheese about it, and I was just overanalyzing it. But what was cool, I mean, like my my like a friend of a friend. She's like a really cool like acquaintance, like friend of a friend long story so she she's reading the book and i was like oh i heard of this recently so like signs on signs again and she goes you know what have it and she just yeah so she just like she had her name in the corner and then so i wrote my name and i said i'll take this from you but when i'm done i'm gonna give it to someone yeah, so i don't beautiful. i don't even know where it is now but i just like i handed it to somebody else and i'm like you write your name there and then you give it to someone when you're done so I just love kinda, that. It's kinda, yeah, it was kind of <laughs> was fun. It was like a cool little game. And it's of life exactly thing. the book for it. Like that you, too. Exactly. You would give that book to someone else, and it's yeah. just like fuck. We should start I, that on the podcast. Do something. We, yeah. Do like the a, Alchemist giveaway, and then the, every every listener it gets forward. it. Yeah. Just pays it forward, and maybe it'll come back to us in like five years. Our like own book. Thousand oh, names. Fuck. Yeah. It's like send it in. There's just like a PO box or something Whoa, on the that, back. Yeah. That I like cool, that actually. Oh, but anyway, so the book. I want to reread it as well. I'm going to jump on this bandwagon because I, 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 there's a lot of little stuff in there. And when I remember like the way the alchemist inter interacted with the boy and the stuff that he taught him just by being himself, but then the stuff he taught him directly, but at the right time and like little shit like that. And the, the, the fact that the kid had to do the thing, I don't want to ruin it if no one's read it, but like he just had to go full circle. He had to do the, yeah. the journey. There was no way he would yeah. learn that otherwise. Yeah. Tough and love. It, yeah. Very mm. tough love. And yeah. it, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a wisdom, little man. beyond words. Yeah. It's, it's wisdom. It's, it's so applicable, but it's this weird fantasy reality. This, this other world, this, this, the book is, is like a little bit mesmerizing and it's short enough that you can, you can, pound it out in a fucking Definitely. few hours you know so 
read it. You can read it a couple times. You can flip through. I'm sure there's YouTube videos, people analyzing the shit out of this book. But the truth is, it's pretty straightforward. That's that's it. It's it's a universe. How did how how does the universe communicate with everybody? Yeah. And 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 dude, it's just I don't know. It's just one of my best books I've, I've read. Like I read yeah. it early on too, and that one I remember that was like in my beginning stages of this path of self discovery. And mm-hmm. the alchemist came into my hands. I think I was recommended probably on Rogan podcast or something, or yeah, or on like some message board I was part of. And I'm like, I read this. I'm like, fuck. <clears throat> you know, like, it's one of those books, right? Like you just. If you if you haven't read it, you've heard the word. You've heard, oh yeah yeah, that, and some Pablo something. I don't know, like you kind of yeah. You even know the the author maybe. Coelho. But you know what what I liked about it, it, it gives like this kind of hyper fantasy. Well, not it's not like Lord of the Rings crazy, but it's like it's a really nice frame for a really nice message. And yeah. I mean, like when people hear, you know, the universe is talking to you or something, it can be interpreted in like a like a like like a little over the edge for some people who are more skeptical. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm very skeptical. So I I got good at kind of explaining it in different ways. And I think that's why I liked yoga, because it brings things to like a kind of it brings the spiritual. It connects it to the material. And I mean, you could reframe it and say, like, you're you're only living your life through your brain, you know, and you can choose through perspective, like kind of like the environments, like the fish that we were talking about earlier. That's your environment. That's your mental landscape. And then everything you see gets filtered through that. So, you know, like you were like you were saying before, you tap into that negative energy, you start seeing that everywhere, you start mm-hmm. letting that in, it starts becoming your reality. Those are the signs in a sense, whether you realize it consciously or not. Now we're talking about another level maybe where we're conscious about it and we're looking for signs. But the truth is you can only look for what you are. You can only look for what you're going through. So if you're a musician, if you're a doctor, if you're a podcaster, I don't fucking know, you will see the world in that way. You will, you have like a... Like a stencil in front of you. Like instead of a wall, it's a stencil now. So it lets the light in in a certain way and you start seeing signs. The truth is, like we said before, the universe does not shut up. It is literally everything happening all the time, all at once. If you tap into that, that's some ohm shit. That's that's a lot. That's a download. That's like shrooms or something. That's too much. But you get something out of it, maybe. I don't know. But it's like we're limited to our perspectives. We get to see things. and we're just pattern recognizing machines that's why there's astrology that's why there's the I Ching that's why there's all of science that's literally just what we do it's why we're the fucking apex I wouldn't say predator but like we're the we're the boss we're we're the leader of the planet yeah I think I've I've, I think if you if you and it's proven that if you you think you attract that that it's it's the law of attraction right I, I yep. strongly believe in that, and mm. I've heard scientists talk about the law of attraction is real. At one point, I think it was you or someone else to- told me about a, uh, a video on YouTube uh, about this lady who won 500 contests with the power of her mind, and I was like, oh, come on. So I started, I watched it, and I listened to it, and then I thought, like, why not a- apply it to my like, to my uh, to my life? I thought of the randomest thing I could think and it was a piece of orange someone's gonna give me an orange tomorrow at work and i just shut my eyes i went to sleep after watching the video right and some my one of my friends came over and said hey dude you want some oranges and i was like what and i started <laughs> try to explain to him like dude this video i saw this video yesterday and it's amazing at this yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. You want this fucking orange or not, bro? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but dude, 
the week after, my mom a bag of oranges. My grandmother with a box of oranges. Oranges from all over the place was coming in. <laughs> the universe was just, you want some oranges? Here you go, bro. I love how you're wearing an orange hat as yes. you tell the story. <laughs> it's just a little extra sprinkle on top of the story. It's so funny, man. It's cra- It's fun to think because I'm trying to bring it down to this like material level and say like, oh, you know, like your subconscious is powerful and you're tuning into you're, like your actions, your behavior. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna manifest what you want in a kind of material sense. But then you come in with these stories and it's like, no, material, like it's still material. It's just like a science. It's a, it's a magic. It's something we just don't understand yet, but you're connected and we're all connected in a way that we don't fully understand. And when you start playing with that and you start seeing it mm-hmm. and it starts becoming applicable, it doesn't fucking matter who tells you what. You're like, no, that's not science. That's not real, blah, blah, blah. You're like, look, bro, I get why you're saying that, but this is like scientism. Like you're just yeah. turning it into a religion. Mm-hmm. The truth is I tried something I did an actual scientific method. It worked method. for me. Yeah, yeah, and I don't fucking know why it worked. Yeah. It's correlative at this point. Sorry if you're going to be a stickler about the fucking science, but it works. And that lady's fascinating because she's just, in a way, I don't want to insult her, but in a way it's like she's she's like ignorant or naive enough to just be like, well, I saw this video or I read this book and apparently I can have whatever I want just by thinking about it. So she's not overcomplicating it like I would. And she's just going, I guess it works. And then she starts fucking winning the lottery left and right. And then she starts getting, she has like a coven now. Yeah. She has like a bunch of people and they're all like, yep, we're going to win. We're going to win. Dude, when people walk in, like when she walks into some contest, she, like everyone thinks they're going to lose now because mm-hmm. she's the winner. And she they're comes actually in giving their thoughts to the universe. Yeah. Oh, she's going to win. And they've then already, she wins. They've already lost. That's, I think that's the way you told it to me, actually. Yeah. I, like, I think I had showed you, like, a, like a small video on YouTube, but then you looked into it, into it, into it, and then you come back with this orange story and stuff, yeah. and it's like, the orange thing is, it sounds small when people think of manifestation, <laughs> but, like, the truth is, that's that was your experiment. That was yeah, your exactly. level of belief that, at the That time. was my trigger to understand what I needed to do to manifest it, and mm. I've done it with, I even, I've done it to manipulate people. I Ooh. tried it to that level. And it backfired against me because it wasn't for the right reasons. I got sick and I almost, I almost died. And I, I strongly believe is because I was, and I was meditating like strongly to like, I wanted this person to talk to me mm. and we were not talking and I wanted this person to talk to me and I meditated, meditated, meditated and it backfired against me. My heart, my heart just, I had a mild pericarditis where okay, your well, heart muscle grows and it's inflamed yeah yeah yeah. and when i went to the spiritual side of it of what is the heart in the in the body the body uh, the heart is the center of everything so you have to be aligned hmm. when something's disaligned your heart is gonna suffer so well, mm. yeah so I, I it took me that to understand that no you you can't use that it's like you're, you're going to the dark side. You don't want to do that. Something wasn't aligned right. Yeah, so like you you're not supposed in. to do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I think it was on Duncan Trussell or something, like a like DTF8, like another podcast. But he, he, I don't remember the guy's name right now, but he was like a manifestation expert, which is like interesting to, to listen to when you start delving into a little and believing it. And this guy talks about it like a science. And I won't get into everything, but he was saying like, be very careful and just maybe avoid it altogether if you're if you're manifesting uh, towards other people because mm. they have the free will, mm. consciously or not, to reject it, and then it flies back to you. 
That's crazy. And Sounds like what could have happened. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's like a physics to it. There's like a yeah. kind of spiritual, like it's not like gravity and drop your phone kind of physics, but it's like there's a logic or a there's something happening there where it's like your intention, if it's working in the world of intention, if that's going to affect the outside world, then the it becomes part of the collective intention. So then this person has the same, it's the same plane, it's the same mm. game. And they're, like I said, consciously or not, they're just, one day they just go, oh, I don't want to talk to him. I never wanted to talk to him for whatever reason. And you're, you're blasting them with this beam and they just go pink. <laughs> and then it backfires. Yeah. Comes and back to you. And then, yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe it got you sick. I don't know. Honestly, I could speculate forever. I love this kind of stuff. Maybe it's the way yeah, you interpret it Yeah, I had weird dreams also. after. I think the universe talks to us through dreams as well. And I had mm. weird dreams telling me, explaining me, don't do that. Yeah. Like, so I just took, I, I realized after, yes, it's, it's, and I, I kind of, I felt that it was not correct. I wasn't meditating for, for myself, for my well-being or for my growth as a human being. And like you say, collectively, the oranges, I just sent it out into the universe. I didn't say this person's going to, Mm. I yes. sent it out and I received. It's like, almost like you're operating on like on a want basis and not what you actually need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when you operate in the want basis, that's now we're going back to ego. ego. And then that's like you mm. can't, you know, that's going to come back ten times worse. Yeah, you know? it's always Maybe like it's that. not necessarily bad, but the I mean, again, I'd I'd love to remember this guy's name, but he was saying like a lot of people when they start getting into this, they're like, I want a big house, I want to be rich, and they're like, Do you? That, like that was that was his, he just like Do you? Do you really? Why do you want to be rich? And then you start like two or three questions at two or three why levels in. You're mm. like, oh, I don't want to be rich. I want my parents to lay off my back. I want, uh, <laughs> I want financial security, or I want to be, uh, like free in uh, to choose my career. Like there's this real intention underneath that has nothing to do with being a billionaire. That's why it's important to yeah. unpack wants, you know. Yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend. Uh, it's not necessarily bad. The no. want, it's just no, no. But it. It, you need to unpack it yeah. because if you're operating on the want, there might be all this shit that's not being fulfilled. Yeah, and then you uh, then you get what you wanted, and it's not what you it's want. It's not what you want. Yeah, yeah. it's not what you needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was talking to my girlfriend, and fuck, I said girlfriend first time on the podcast. <laughs> you said it. You said the GF word. Bro. It's official now. She's gonna hear this. Um, it's already been official. Really cool, man. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> 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 She's probably gonna laugh when she hears this. Okay, but um, I was talking to her about this. I'm like, I really want to go to the next ayahuasca ceremony. I, sure. I told her that. I'm like, I want to go, but like, I I unpack the want. I'm like, I don't need to go. I I shouldn't. Even, I don't. I'm not going, but I want to solely mm. just to be in the environment. But that's not an intention, so I'm not gonna go. But like, it's like that. If I actually went based off of just the wanting mechanism it probably have a terrible experience it's like a slap yeah. like listen you're not there's no reason for you to be here you're, you're just abusing the substance you know so i kind of i kind of disagree and agree at the same time mm. and i'll tell you why i said oh if you want to go and then you unpack it and start over analyzing it and then you go and it just said like i'm i'm gonna have a terrible experience but i think in that terrible experience there's learning because there's right. no there's no bad you're preaching to the choir man yeah I no no but yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah. like there's no there's no bad. Even in my mm. bad experience that I had last time that I went, I realized why I went it was to to go and say bye to the people that I loved and who gave me love. That's mm. my, my reason why I went back there. And that's one thing. If you go to ayahuasca, and even if you don't or want or whatnot, and then you realize, no, I've been there for a reason. Maybe you, I was thinking while you were saying that is to help someone else there because mm. I know that you helped him. 
So might, that might be the reason why. So Maybe I need to unpack it a little bit further, that urge. Because now I'm seeing it, it's like the inclination to want something. There's When you unpack it, you might find something that was actually being, mm. that's something that actually needed some work on, you know? And it manifested in this, in this state of want. That's a really nice way of putting it too, because maybe you don't go. I mean, I guess you, you won't go this time. Mm. And then only once, you know, like the alchemist, only once that date passes, mm. then you'll go, oh, okay, I really didn't want to go. Or, oh, I should have gone. Like, whatever mm. little, it doesn't have to be regret. You, 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 put, you pepper in some fucking forgiveness, and suddenly you can observe it, accountability mirror, like we said before, and you, you'll get something out of it either way. Yeah. Instead of being thrown by it or ignoring it or just thinking, like, without unpacking the want. I mean, I guess you could unpack, unpack forever, but there's a level of honesty. I do this intellectualization, like, what it could be. But lately in my life, I'm like, what am I feeling? What am I actually going through? It's more practical. It's less, and this really bothers me, but it's less explainable. Mm. Because I, I feel a lot like I can't, I'm not allowed to feel it or to think it or to think that it's correct mm. unless I can defend it, which is just like my upbringing, I guess. It's or crazy whatever. you say that because I was going to say it's a gut feeling yeah. that you want and you want and you want it's a gut feeling. I would there's, say go. There's like yeah, or don't go if that's the gut. Like maybe yeah, he, maybe it's just habit. I guess you know. I don't well, know. That's we it. can speculate. So that's why I'm, I'm maybe unpacking is not the right way to go about it. It's just feel it, see how it, as the date approaches, how I'm actually really feeling. Even about e- it. even if you go because you wanted to, and it's not a bad experience, there's something you're gonna learn from it. Always, yeah. Mm. You're gonna listen. You're gonna have a a, a notch more uh, about how you listen to your gut. You're gonna understand that a little bit more, right? So. And I'm trying to f- I'm trying to go with <clears throat> with that more and more in life yeah me too man and th- this past year has been really starting to listen to the gut more and more mm. and like that's where I'm getting rewarded from the universe like you were saying it's like I'm I'm starting to feel things and operate off that feeling more and more and I'm noticing it's there, there's a reward that's involved in that and it's like instead of just going with this blind mindset just uh, get everything Attack, I need yeah. you know it's yeah. like now it's like I don't know this feels like something's pulling me in this direction I'm gonna head there you mm. know and it's been a very interesting year find like reprogramming my mind into that into that pathway it's cool it's almost like um, it's almost like we're afraid of emotions like just in general vulnerability yeah. right yeah but like yeah. even if you don't talk about it's like instead of just looking at it as information like like it's like you're talking to your like something it's just literally information like something is telling you something something within something without whatever we can talk about we can speculate how the universe works but you're getting a download like the way like it's psychedelic a little bit you're getting information kind of out of the ether or internally in some deep well like something just sprouts out and you're like oh why am i angry right now Hmm. and maybe like you know unpack unpack a little like I like I said before, like don't unpack in this theoretical space, but actually feel. A lot of people don't even know how to do that. When I ask them, like there's a few people in my life, I'm realizing now it's like you're thinking about the answer. I'm just asking you how you're feeling, which means you should stop thinking and observe, because the information is right there. But there's this instinct to be like, oh, maybe I'm thinking this, maybe I'm feeling this, and it's like, mm-hmm. dude, why are you maybeing? Like, feel it. It's it's right. It's happening. <laughs> it's right. Just 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 feel just stick the just dipstick yourself i think that's society man society tells you don't restrict your emotions we don't want to we don't want to know about your emotions that's the society in which we live unfortunately 
uh, anger yeah. is a bad is a good example i mean it's 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 a bad emotion but it's an emotion and it's yeah. part of the human and you have to live it and, and it's the one we suppress the most it's the one we suppress the most we don't want to know about it it's it makes it makes us look ugly but mm. it's it's a part of you need that emotion to to go forward and understanding it like it's like a deep human expression like we just it need is. it or it's else it wouldn't be there it's like um the intellectualization that it needs to be repressed turns and turns us into victims of our own emotions yeah. which is i guess is the vulnerability like why it leads to fear or i guess i don't know if you believe in star wars the fear leads to anger <laughs> which leads to hate which makes sense yoda was had watching it right. star wars yesterday bro <laughs> dude mandalorian's so good yes i hate that i like it yes. anyway is that uh, the one with the baby yoda yeah yeah baby yoda. Yoda. That's uh, how dude, that's it. That's how they the got movies. my girlfriend with it's the baby Yoda <laughs> and the eyes. And I honestly <laughs> forgot about that, and then I started watching it, and I was like, "This is better than the movies. This is more Star Wars than the Star it's Wars." It's fun. It's, it's uh, plus it's like samurai, like this Ronin, like this wandering, no master, but like believes in something kind of thing. Yeah. This and is he, the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the way. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> There's some there's a religiosity to the now you're gonna get him hooked. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, for sure. you're gonna watch the, it. Yeah. The music is like retro mixed with new stuff and the the transitions are all the old Star Wars looking movie stuff. But, yeah. but it's like a cowboy movie at the same time. Like it and it's it's a show. And Yoda, baby Yoda. Yeah, it's, baby it's, Yoda. A Netflix show? <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. So like but you Plus. know what though? <laughs> there's like eight episodes out now like i'm it's probably done soon you can get like a 30-day trial with disney plus Binge you don't have to pay. Uh, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> just 30 and days half an hour episode so it's it goes oh, by quick. quick are oh. they yeah huh they're longer. not they're not no you just meshed it into one one long experience Maybe. <laughs> four hours of yeah four <laughs> hours i can do yeah yeah, yeah. one shot boom the, i love how we just switched yeah <laughs> we're, we're i saw, talking I saw so that. deeply <laughs> and we're like bro mandalorian's so good <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about yeah anger being a intellectualization and then we victimize ourselves into suppressing it and i don't know i guess i was just done be with human that just being human is part of that understanding your emotions being angry but being, acting on being it, sad so being that's the that's the victimization that's something that with rape also i really learned this how you feel does not dictate how you act how no. you act actually dic dictates how you think which bleeds into how you feel yes the truth is you control how you act and when we think we don't, then we don't. And then we act like douchebags and then we feel like shit because we think we are shit. It's just this fucking vicious cycle. Yeah. And it's not really a vicious cycle because there's, there's this little click of choice every time. Click, click, click. But we maybe choose to ignore it. Or, and ignore is a good word because it's ignorance. There Excuse you go. Me. Yeah. Bless you. i just end that <laughs> profound <laughs> statement on a burp note. I just find emotion to be uh, an important part of being a musician. If you're going to write songs, you mm. have to be in tune with your emotions and what are you feeling. And that's why I smoke weed and write music because your emotions are amplified when you smoke weed. You're, they're amplified and you're like, what am I feeling? Oh, I have these feelings. I have to write this down. And then I start getting to this creative process where I start writing down my emotions and I've, I think I've done good songs, Sammy. I love your yeah. songs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I love how you, like you, you birthed them slowly. Like you, you, you've practiced. Like when we met, you were learning to play guitar, and now you're way better than me. You know theory more. You're, you're, you can solo. You can jam with people. 
but then you also just went up north on this like yeah you know, like we said like your own trip Be- your own retreat and you came back with like a few songs every time and and they're good they're they're heartfelt they're they're about your experiences but maybe not directly sometimes directly like you have a song about being a cab driver yeah just <laughs> the like blind cab driver <laughs> yeah the blind cab driver that's, that's like you just you're alone right so you have you're all alone this time man to that, hear that's these the things. thing being alone in the world and i've met uh my friends over there they're they're alone as well and i've met them over there and i i have this cuban friend he's over there and and i've told we had a smoke some weed one night and he doesn't smoke weed at all and i sat him down and i started talking to him i said dude i feel and dude when i was telling him that my body was just vibrating i could feel my my i could feel mm. shivers when you have shivers in your body it's 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 the universe you're in tune yeah, yeah you're it's in talking tune. it's talking to you and i was having this deep conversation with him it says dude i feel your pain man you're he came from Cuba to 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 Montreal. His thing didn't work out, whatever he was doing, and he left Anikalwa to find more work. And I said, "Dude, you're alone here. I'm alone here, but I have my girlfriend in Montreal. I understand. I know a couple of people. But mm-hmm. you're when you're alone in the world, dude. That's the best thing you can do for yourself. You grow so much, and you become a well. You could decide to be a better, or worse human being, but in his case, he was." becoming a better human being and, and that wow. can go both ways right it's if when you're alone in there if you can allow that lesson to come in then that's the growth but if you create more walls more fear yeah. and stay in this little box and bubble big choice big I, choice yeah. big choice but i, I think it's it, or do you have a good heart or not it comes down to that and he had a good heart cubans are amazing as mm-hmm. people they're like they're very humble they're they have nothing when they're in cuba and they they understand that and they're in their they're very humble and they're very proud people and and he had a good heart he would make food he would give food to everybody and just that when i would sit sit down and he would make food for everyone i would see okay he's a good person light he has he's giving instead of taking and taking advantage and oh what can you give me he's like here take Mm. and i would help him like i would teach him the, the the ways of I would teach him the ways of the cab driver. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> like I would teach him like the, the the tricks and whatnot and what to do and nice. Yeah, that's I would I would repay him that way and it's it's just a trade of things. Huh? I want to be more like that, man. You know what it is? Really love loves to love, man. <laughs> love is love. I the like power that. of love, yeah. man. Love it, loves to love. It literally does, man. The power like, of love. It's it's yeah. it's yeah. And you you bump into someone like that, and there's that that connection where you guys can just mirror it off each other, and just it harvests and manifests and grows. You know, mm-hmm. I swear, man. I've said it a million times, but it's like we're all living on different planets, and like we we meet each other, and we we're like vibing the same way, and it's like our planets are crossing, and there's it, there's just people living on an entirely different fucking world that's just full of love and light and luck and magic and there's other people who are like fucked and it's like you you i don't it's not it's not as simple as like oh i think i'm fucked so i'm fucked like there's some people like just in the ruts man i've had some ups and downs but my fucking life is is cushy but you see it automatically you see you feel people who are well with themselves or who are trying to do good with Even others in the rut. Mm. Even in the rut, yeah. you see, you feel it right away. You get along with them. Like yeah. I, when I was over there, I met all sorts of people, but the people around me, 
who were like close who calls me friends today are the people who wow man i i admire them like i had suppers with them and it was just a beautiful conversation yeah. i met beautiful people and i i say beautiful people because they were just amazing yeah. like a positivity in a, and i i was the silent one mm. i was the one like not too sure because <laughs> i come from this different world where again yeah. we walk around with our walls and yeah, yeah. yeah i had my walls on and i shouldn't have they spoke a little bit and i shared a little bit but dude that was an amazing so i met i met beautiful a beautiful person which she's an author and i re-saw her yesterday because i bought the book from her mm. oh the musician there the wasn't she like singing something also and yes playing that instrument yes she had a she's from zimbabwe and she has this like circular wooden thing where there's metal pins okay. and ding 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 and she does this music anyways it was wow. and at that moment we all sat down and at that supper and we listened to her and it was just an i could feel the energy that i didn't even understand what she was saying she was singing in 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 her language and but i could feel the energy and i could i told her that song is a sad song and she said yes and she said how do you know it's the energy you're putting out i could feel it i, I was vibing to it and it was amazing that was one of the best best moments in my life well yeah it's it, crazy how it parallels with my ceremony experience i was gonna the say <laughs> yeah i was gonna say very similar to that like the i literally i came like i i feel like i've been gaining positivity and becoming a certain person in my environment then i go into this environment and these people are like they're like unicorn wizards compared to me and i'm just like the all the all the lessons all the games start coming in and i'm like oh like i'm forgiving myself but i'm catching myself being hard on myself like all these little things start happening and eventually you're just like you're just in it you're just kind of basking but you're you're like a different you mm. you know like people listening may won't appreciate it as much but like you're a you're like a not in an annoying way but you're like a loud guy you know like yeah. you have a you have a a wide uh, it's not constant but you're you're not shy you know so to hear you say that you're you're the quiet guy in uh, Nunavut you know it's like I can see that more because as you come back you're like a little more peaceful every time a little quieter every time uh, whatever you got out of it if you feel like you don't have to go back like I don't want to get into that but I definitely see the same thing with ayahuasca It, it's it's maybe a little faster or a little more intense or a everything little more, connects yeah. bro like this experience and yours is the same way in a sense same sense the way you explained to me it's it's these people are so positive they're beautiful people and mm. i i had the same thing but in a different way and it's it all connects it's, it's all the same thing it's the same message yeah you know it's just transferred and taught differently You know? exactly you know that's what i got even at vipassana i'm like this is ayahuasca like like people were asking me after this after vipassana was over when they lifted the silence they're like what's ayahuasca like because i was telling them before it started and i'm like it's this <laughs> it's just like, hold on to that question for 10 days <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was just like <laughs> but it's this it's there's no difference it's, you can get that experience of ayahuasca or any psychedelic experience by going to being a cab driver meeting these people going to their dinners listening to their songs yeah. that's what we're all talking about it just transferred that you have to be listening 
Yeah, that's the it thing. just you takes have the observer. You have to open your ears and yes. listen to what is the message. Why am I in this room? Why are these people here? What are these people teaching me? Yeah. What am I learning about myself? And that's why it's like sometimes ayahuasca or psychedelic experiences open those lens. Yeah, and open the ears, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you I know? think I think there's a lot of things that I, I I'm getting so much more out of now because mm. I had this kind of like. Gentle piercing of the ears, you know, like you know. I think with with intelligent emotional intelligence, and it's my my opinion. People don't have to agree with it, but if you do these these psychedelics, your brain is just gonna explode into like higher emotional intelligence. I haven't I I've done it when I was a kid, uh, mushrooms just because it's a trip, you know, and mm. and LSD as well and. But redoing it today, I would I would be curious to know like mm. what ayahuasca. Like I said, it's something that interests me. Just if it's an introspective kind of tool, I'm down. Oh man, it's yeah. not like shrooms. I really I like comparing the two because yeah. shrooms is like the I, you know what I always say. Shrooms is like the universe is like crammed into your brain. Like you're getting this thick download. Ayahuasca stays on Earth. Ayahuasca is about ancestry. It's about your past. It's about the present. It's something more practical about it. <coughs> it yeah. walks you Excuse through me. yourself a little more gently. Bless yeah. you. And it, uh, That's that was the quietest sneeze I've ever heard you do, <laughs> yeah, man. Seriously, <laughs> 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 I'm gonna blow their ears off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you usually <laughs> shake my chest. That's a perfect way to put it. You know, mushrooms is just like everything's communicating to you. It's uh, like you, you you're through the ringer. Like if you're in, you in front of a tree, you're just all of a sudden downloading the tree's information. But ayahuasca is like so deeply embedded into the psychology and your body and your mind and your history, and your ancestry, like you were saying. And it, it's in a weird way. It uses you as examples for the lessons you're learning. So at least in my experience, I don't know. It just if feels have... very personal, very practical. Yes. And it's, it's this slow burn. So it feels like a proper trip. You know, like if you took some quick, like some drug that comes and goes or something, it's you don't have the time. Like, you know, iboga. It lasts like 24 hours. It's like, you know, you're up you're, to 72. Ugh. <laughs> wow. Like you're a 10 day retreat. Yeah. You know, you're going to go through the same beats, but they're just spread out. You're going to have these moments of doubt. They're going to feel like they last longer, but you, you just have these acute moments in an ayahuasca trip or something. And the ceremony, the surrounding also, you know, like you're you're in a Calowit and you're far away from home. You have a different surrounding. It's colder. Maybe all these little things factor in the job you're literally you're going through the same beats of like the circle there's this fear there's that like the cycle i was talking about earlier you have these clicks of, of choice and man when they're long and you're in like the shitty parts you can't wait for that choice to come back around mm -hmm. you're just holding your breath and then when it comes you fucking jump on it like an asshole like it's the last chopper out of fucking nom like you're you're like desperate whereas whereas sometimes a drug it could be like like the first times i took shrooms i was like a kid in high school partying and and I got bombed, <laughs> you know. I, I got the rug pulled out from under me, and I'm yeah. and I, I, I like, what does integration look like at that time? You know, like it's <laughs> it's like it's all upside down. Yeah, it doesn't make sense when. Well, it does when you're a kid, but you don't have the same perspective of what you have. It's now. like you were saying, you don't have the ear, or, the, or you weren't listening at the moment. Yeah, and I, you know, I described because my friend told me like, oh, why like you do these kind of ceremonies like this, but like my friends they do mushrooms and they play video games and chill. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you can all go to class. Sounds great. 
yeah like it's a good experience but you can all go to class and like just because we're all in the same class doesn't mean you're you're really listening to what the teacher's showing you mm. you can just be doing your own thing in class and fucking around there's nothing wrong with that it's just no. like there's there's so many things to listen and follow but like what the experience is to you is like if you want to pay attention and like why am I doing this okay I'm doing introspection or if I'm just with my buddies fucking around that's cool too but it's yeah. really that class perspective I know? guess that's why spirituality is like innately secular because it's about being human and it's like you know you're saying like you you were not ready to listen but the body listens ever since you're born the body's listening and your every body is different that's why it's so addictive when we talk and it feels like it's like oh i i know what you're saying i had the same experience in a different way but there's this there's this oh there's this connection and it, you even brought it up like your first question when you're talking he's talking about the alcoholism like you asked like is there a lack of community hmm. You know, it's like there's yeah. this need to connect, but in the same time, there's this fear of being similar, of needing to be similar, and then you lose some of that. And that's why religion can be a little squirrely because it's boxed in. Whereas a lot of people in all walks of life can tap into a certain honesty, a certain spirituality, whether they're Christian or Muslim or they're Jewish or they're just, they don't believe in anything. Like you could be a good person and have no fucking idea what we're talking about here. Yeah. But you're just you're just woke. I hate to yeah. use that word, but like the guy who's feeding people. There's just some fucking sense heart. in his heart. Yeah. yeah. And it all comes back to like if you're leading that life, whether religion you're in or whatever, it's it's all the same principles. It's like being kind to others. It's like such a reoccurring thing. Yeah. You know, in that, that woke state, I guess you want to call it. The thing about human beings is that once they think they're doing a good thing, they think they're above other human beings, which I believe religion does that to people. But spirituality does this circle and <laughs> click in the choice. So that's the insidious part of the ego coming yeah, back. The in. ego. You it's know? very connected to the ego. Religion, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. I never saw it like that. But ego is very much connection connected to uh, to uh, religion. Yeah. Where spirituality yeah, is, let go of your ego. Uh, absorb the energy and, and of others and and what is going on around you and let go of the ego and understand yes. your soul what it what purpose does it have and it's it's funny you say that because ego is so embedded and tied into religion that like i'm jewish and like there's a holiday it's called yom kippur and me and my buddies we well, my one my buddy simon we laugh about this we have a bit going on and it's like confirmed every year so yom kippur is like at the surface, it's such a beautifully put holiday. It's like you fast for 27 hours, no food, no water. And the whole idea is about repention, repenting your sins, forgiving everyone. Like literally, it's like that That day is like you, you release yourself from all traumas and stuff. And if you cause harm to someone, you apologize. And it's a whole fucking forgiveness thing. So we're, and then to finish it, you're at synagogue and you wait for the shofar. It's like a deer's horn or something and they blow it. And then that's, when mm -hmm. that's blown, cool. the the holiday's over. You can go eat and do your thing. <laughs> it's not, yeah, exactly like that. It was perfectly put. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like the rabbi holds it for like forty five seconds to like a minute. Oh, nice. Pretty intense. And I think he's fasting too. So, <laughs> so he's a little dizzy and he's yeah. doing some circular breathing. <laughs> 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 so, like the whole holiday, you would think it's such a beautiful thing that everyone would be hugging each other after. But as soon as that shofar blows. 
everyone's butting and pushing each other out. Get out of my way. I got to get a fuck out of here. I want to go home. And then there's traffic. They're, honk, <laughs> they're honking at each other. And I, me and my friend laugh because we were talking about this. And we were talking right after the chauffeur. And this old man like came. He's like, you're causing traffic. And he like pushed us out of the way. <laughs> and I'm, and my, I'm like, this was all about retention. And now we're right back in the cycle all over again, all over again. Now that you're saying That's that, so I want to come back to what I was saying and say it's Religion is not about ego. Humans make it about yeah, ego, but religion is about love. With ego. Yeah. If you listen to the Bible, Quran, yes. Jewish uh, In book, its purity, uh, I don't know what it's called, but uh, Torah, Torah, yeah. you you understand that it's about love. Yes, Jesus had a message. I'm, I'm a beautiful Catholic. It's, it was yeah. beautiful, and he came in. Like a unicorn, like you were saying, he unicorn came in in a barbaric world, and he came in like, nah, man, yeah. just love your bro. He's like, love him. Form. He's like, yeah. simple, so simple that people didn't understand him and said like, fuck this guy, let's kill him. And that's the problem. It's misinterpretation. Yeah. That's what happened. And just, fucking with my bottom line, Jesus. Yeah. And then they <laughs> this hierarchy of like, okay, he's the head rabbi or he ha the head priest. We follow his word, and then there's sub categories and then there's other high, high ups that we follow oh, wow. and we're just creating this fucking pyramid of just like a hierarchy that should have never been there you and just made me realize something mm -hmm. like there's ego in victimization because mm -hmm. it's like an identity thing it's like yes. oh I'm gonna give a, an appeal to authority it's like that disc we're talking like the choice circle or whatever you want to call it it's like you can you can split it almost and then there's like these realms where it's fueled by fear or it's just yeah. the it, it could be in a lot of religious areas not all of them of course but it could it obviously is from what we've seen in history and even now but like there's this the whole the whole realm the whole field the whole game you're playing is tainted so you're just you're like you'll make the wrong choice every time let's say and victimization like it's an ego game on both sides I mean, I've met a lot of, let's call them like religious leaders or like, you know, like a priest, a rabbi, something that they're usually incredible people. Maybe they're just good at putting a face on. I don't know. I'm not like amazing at reading people, but sometimes like the. What is their energy? They're, they're just, they're just human. I love the, I love the, like the same, just that kind of like, yeah. bro, I got a robe on. I'm talking to everybody, but like you could fucking do this. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, someone's just talking through me kind of thing. It's and they, humble, they teach that a lot in yoga. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a, a good humility because it's a time when you need humility because that trap is so prevalent, like pre prevalent. It's like, oh yeah, I could feel like I'm better. It'll make you guys feel like you're worse. And we're going to play the stupid ego. I had that experience game. with priests. Mm -hmm. I had that experience and that's why. I, and actually my cousin, he's a pastor in mm -hmm. the States. And I'm not talking bad about him. I, he does what he needs to do, and he, he has his views on religion, and I respect that. He has the right. But to my experience, the, the 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 priests that I met was like, yes, I'm better than you, and and I don't know how he operates, but I hope he's he's a. I I remember him as a loving person, my cousin. So I I think that he he could be. Not not in an ego way, but that's the thing. Ego is religion it's comes back bro. to it ego. Sneaks in. The, yeah. And they talk about it at ceremony. The spiritual ego is the hardest one to fucking break. If you form a spiritual ego, 
I've done all this work. I'm up here now. I'm at a level of consciousness where you guys aren't. So listen to me. That mm, spiritual that's ego is a so fucking insidious one because so that gets embedded. Yeah. <laughs> that's so yeah. the opposite. But it's it's it's, it's hidden itself yeah. and woven itself yeah. in those realms, and then all of a sudden, you're like this. You're supposed to preach love, but you're preaching love from this 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 authoritarian perspective. Yeah, the superiority. That's yeah. usually born from a feeling of inferiority. It's usually a defense mechanism. Like yeah. Paul Selig, fucking love that guy. Like I'm reading his book again there, the mm. I Am The Word thing. And him or his guides, whatever you want to talk about. Like he, he, he talks about how people put God on a pedestal and it's like we're down here in the mud. And, he's, and it is, the next line is no, God is the mud. And even in that beautiful, liberating statement, that new perspective, you can step back and go, oh, I get that now. I'm smarter. I'm better. The people I, who are religious will tell you, no, God is up here. He's, and I say yeah, the same sure. thing you're saying. God is, Everybody. I say this to people and they look at me like, dude, you're crazy. I say, no, people, uh, God is in everybody you're god i'm god he's god this table is god everything is god around us and it's living through us and people look at me you're crazy because they grow up to believe no god is on that pedestal there's a like bearded guy in the sky yeah. and then the ego trap is so powerful maybe okay that's why the ego trap is so powerful in religion because you guys are playing this ego game with each other but you think it's about this guy you're both victimizing to this lord this archon, this fucking master, and like not the fun kind of master, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like he the, punishes like the you. boss. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, that's yeah, shit. <laughs> I like that. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. I think to God in the Bible looks a lot like a, a he's human. He made decisions where he punished you and blah 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 to yeah, for you like, for us to fear him and whatnot. When we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be thinking about fear. We should like, it's about love. It's about, yeah. I've read books about people who passed away. Uh, a doctor who did research on people who had near death experiences, and he says when once I pass through that realm of death, I feel only love. The emotion that. That, that my soul feels is love and then I see my whatever happens and then he comes back to the yeah. to the body and then he goes and that's another story there but like it's love so then I relate one with the other and we shouldn't be thinking about God as punishing as mm. he shouldn't be doing this that that it's like a little G God they, they talk about it as a joke there's like a big prevailing energy I've even heard people relate love as like some universal force and and say that's gravity like again to go back in this kind of science mind it's like there's this there's this field it's not it's not like a gravitons like we used to think it's this ever prevailing dimension this like material mm. this fascia in the whole fucking universe and just being there being a, a material thing you are affecting it and you are affected by it and it brings everything together it literally just slowly you just everything just crashes into it's each other and smushes of, into yeah. each other it's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like a love story like a hero's journey because we were all one we were this tiny simple infinite energy thing and we just separated and we're just sad and we're just trying to get back in these pockets Ooh. and it's like this it's yeah. like this it's, it's alive now it's like this channel because of separation we came back and now it's like this brain it's like this 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 uh canal this thing where energy can flow and we can experience each other and all this crazy stuff 
and and there's this in the back thing that you kind of lick when you're meditating which is like oh we, we are all one for real like for real physically mentally yeah. spiritual whatever the fuck you want it like actually actually all one that's fucking you can connect with anybody i believe strongly yeah. Yeah. strongly i've done the test i've talk to people which dude in thailand i I barely spoke the same languages they we barely had uh, communication but we were all getting along whoever i hung out with you know i was at the time i was seeing this like local thai girl and she brought me to like these bars where they barely spoke english but we were all drinking and smoking weed together and i thought you just said local tiger yeah i heard that too (laughs) (laughs) then i went no okay yeah Yeah. continue sorry (laughs) local tiger that'd be fucked up i wouldn't be here to tell the story um (laughs) No, but we went to a bar and like, you know, like, hey, how's it going? That's it. And we're just drinking, smoking, and they're talking in Thai. I'm laughing just because of sharing the, the moment of joy, you know, And but we were all connecting without words, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, you'll find middle grounds with everyone, you know. It's, it's really about your perspective, I think. That energy that you're talking about, that how you went over there and you had a good time, it's about you. I'm, I'm having a good time and my intentions are good. Mm. therefore I'm receiving good intentions by everybody and even mm. if they don't if they have bad intentions or bad energy it's you're not, not going to feel you. it it's not going to affect you you're not even focused no. on that no you're not that's yeah. it man it's like you're wearing lens you yeah know? You're if you're wearing, wearing orange lens all you'll see is orange you yeah. know if you're wearing love lens you're going to see love everywhere and you know? do you feel like it's a little easier in a touristic area also like there's this kind of like it we is. all know why we're here and it's like let's have fun Yes and no. I I'm mean, it can go both ways. For me, that wall was gone. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm I'm here to experience. But I can see some people, their fear maybe overcomes them, mm. and it's just they they go back to old patterns. You know, that's like going to Cuba, going to the resort instead of going, like you know, in town kind of thing. Yeah. I guess that's the circles, like the earth, the different earths we're living on. You know, you're two people literally in Thailand, same flight, same same hostel, same whatever, whatever. Different experience completely. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I met so many people that traveled solo and they were like back home. I was like the shyest person. And uh, and that's what you're talking about. Like when you travel, it's like you can, once you're out of the comfort zone, it's like you can finally be you without the fear of judgment of your friends or, or your environment because you literally know, no one knows you here. So it's mm-hmm. like, I can just like, I can let go of that you're, guard. You're at ease. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I said, All right, well. I'm this way. Yeah. <laughs> Joke around. I'm I'm nice to you, and that's how I am. And yeah. people are like, yeah, right, man. That's invaluable, right? Like you're able to explore other facets of you, or even just create new sides of yourself that you just can't when you're around friends and yeah. family. Because you're given a story here. Slap that down. They're like, that ain't you. Slap. Yeah, you're like, given a story here. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're playing by the story that others are are reciting back to you. Also, yeah, you know, you're listening to other other people's fears. You're listening to all these 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 feedbacks from other people and you want to oh no well maybe i am and you start believing you're in doubt but when you're alone you're like all right nobody's telling me what mm. they're just telling me what's up how are you That's, i'm good yeah and then you have that well let's you want to go for a drink and you go for a drink and then you have a good time and then you laugh and hey, this guy's chill yeah i guess i'm cool <laughs> <laughs> you're listening more deeply when you're traveling also right because if you're getting the same message all the time at home and it, it, whether it be the same environment, the same smells, the same cr- drive to work every day, the same people telling you who who you are consciously or unconsciously, then you go to another place and you're listening mm-hmm. because you're not hearing the same thing. Like your brain just, you know, it, with everything, you don't feel the seat. You don't feel the ear, the headphones or the, you know, like these, these things just turn off because your brain goes, okay, I get it. So that's like your life. You're just, okay, I get it, Ing. 
your whole fucking life and then you go to fucking india or thailand or Kaluit and you're and you're just like you're still you in a completely different pond and you get to different ponds yeah <laughs> i like that yeah different cool. comfort zone wow that was a that was amazing perfect way to end it <laughs> holy shit Seriously, I, w- I just want to say, you guys, I've been listening to you guys, episode one through eight. Now, yeah. for the moment, I have to catch up. But thank you very much. This is amazing. And yeah. I just like the energy that you had in these conversations before. Thank you, and I'm not saying that because of my friend, because I would tell him, dude, if the podcast sucked. Yo, your podcast <laughs> I feel like sucks. You're the guy to do that. <laughs> but it's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> I would. But it's actually, it's not bad, man. And oh. I believe in this. Thank, thank you, you very much for inviting me, man. Brother, it was a pleasure I appreciate to talk that. to you, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a pleasure. To meet you, man, yeah, yeah. and re-talk to you, <laughs> motherfucker. It's been a while, yeah. <laughs> it's dude, been a long while. form, and dude, you're like a you're like the best hype man ever. I know you said it before, like you're you have that way to to prop people up and stuff. But like, man, I see it. I see you like doing work to get the podcast out, and you do it with Blackburn's podcast too. Yeah, the Wick, Wicked World podcast. Wicked World podcast. That I try cool. to push people, and and if that's what you believe in, then podcast. I'll push you up, man. If you have a company, I'll push you up. I, I should start. In there. Sweet. Johnny Robbins is my name. No. <laughs> <laughs> the hype man. Sick, That's man. the future, man. Yeah. You're joking, but I see it maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I don't who know. It's who you are. Yeah, it doesn't have to become a business, nah, but it's who you are, man. Yeah. So we'll sign out. All right, yeah. What, do we say a thing? Stay yeah. curious, Stay chimps. Stay curious. If you guys uh, want to support us more, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all Curious Chimps. What we got? The cool and kids share it. Yeah. And share it if you're cool, exactly. <laughs> Five star us on fucking Apple, iTunes, iTunes yeah, whatever. Just follow us. We're on every platform you can find a podcast. So Spotify, all that stuff. You don't have to leave a review if you don't want to. I yeah. Just five star us, bro. Do and it because you love us. Patreon's coming soon. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to set that up. And uh, let's thank our sponsors one last time. Born to Rise. BornToRise.net. Check them out. Follow them. They're really amazing what they're building. And they're going to have a big talk coming up soon, I believe. And... Uh, Get some really cool t-shirts from stylishremix.shop and use the code name CHIMPS10. Save 10% off your products, purchases, and whatever. And yeah, peace. We got sponsors.